Welcome to Daikaiju Network, where we have a healthy obsession with kaiju. I am your co-host, Kenton. With me is your other co-host. Jason, what's going on, peeps? And so today we are doing the commentary on 1968's Aegon, the Atomic Dragon, although technically it was done in 1964. But we'll cover that little piece of information here in just a moment. And so, yeah, um, Jason... What's your history, if at all, with this, what was a miniseries, but we're watching it as a feature-length film? I rarely have much history on this besides only seeing snippets here and there when it comes to the G-Fest channel, uh, when it airs during uh, the three-day weekend of G-Fest uh, every year on the second weekend of July. So that's, that's my only um, history on it. Uh, throughout the years, I might see it like snippets here and there every year or maybe every other year. Um, but I have maybe seen just a little bit of a film on YouTube. I think maybe the last time was either a year ago or two years ago. Yeah, like you, I got introduced to Aegon um, via G-Fest. I don't remember what G-Fest it was, but I remember we saw it, and I thought it was one of those fan-made films. I'm assuming, uh, I'm assuming that maybe like the first or second year when I came across it. And I, I looked at it, I'm like, okay, this is a halfway decent effort. Like a Japanese fan who, you know, contemporary film fan, they're filming it in black and white and, you know, they did it. But then I like, I don't know, maybe a, a year or two later, I did some more digging. I realized, no, this was an actual miniseries production done by Nippon Television. And yeah, this was produced in the 60s. This was not some sort of contemporary fan film that I had originally thought it was because obviously with today's technology with a computer you can make a film and make it look fairly convincingly like an older film uh, and so that's kind of what i thought it was initially and then i found out no that's not the case um I've seen uh, obviously snippets here and there at G-Fest as well, but then I was able to obtain a copy of the movie on DVD here like maybe three years ago I think now it is. And I've seen the film at least once, maybe twice, but um, I know once for sure. And um, I, I have to say that regardless however many times I've seen it, you know, whether it's the one or two times, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I think it is, despite the fact that, yeah, it was a made-for-television uh, kaiju miniseries event, um, I think it's actually done fairly well. I will argue that um, it, it is done better than some of the major motion pictures made at around the same time by major studios um i i just think it's it's a pretty fun film uh this is available for free on youtube all you got to do is type in Aegon or Aegon the atomic uh dragon and it should be if not at the top at least one of the first few results that come up mm -hmm. so you can watch this for free uh via youtube and that's how we're gonna watch it today and so i've got it pulled up here uh and so yeah, what I'm going to do. Yeah, let me uh, wake up my Mac laptop. As much as I want to watch it on my PC here, unfortunately, the desktop, both the desktop audio and Kent's audio are pretty much linked up in the same <laughs> audio frequency. So I think, I think it'd probably be best just 
watch it from a different laptop. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, uh, through my cable service, we're able to get um, services like YouTube on our TV. So that's how I'm doing it. But for those of you who have not joined us for any commentaries, um, uh, what I'm going to do is count down from three. And when I go three, two, one, go, as I say go, that's when we uh, hit the play button on this. So um, are we? Uh, do you need to get something set up here first before we start? Nope, I've got my uh, mouse over the uh, play icon at the moment. Well, like, what about the commentary picture you usually put up? Yeah, I'll do that once we we get started here. All right, so here we go. I'm going to start down, and remember, when I say go, that's when we start. Three, two, one, go. All right, let me transition over. So an interesting effect, uh, we're opening up here with a a typical explosion scene uh, that was done with paint and water. And, of course, this is a film that is not dubbed in English. It's all subtitled. And Thankfully. um, (laughs) Well, uh, give me some credit. I'm not going to be like, all right, here we go, Jason. We're going to watch this, and we're going to figure it out. (laughs) Well, well, I'm also referencing to one of the other things that I've listed down was another kaiju or tokusatsu film uh, that's also on YouTube that uh, unfortunately doesn't have any subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Well, as we see here, if you're watching on YouTube, it already showed you that it was featured on Fuji TV and it aired in the early part of January of 1968. So when Nippon Television originally produced this in 1964, Toho, because they're just paranoid SOBs, got wind that this was being produced and they thought that the kaiju looked an awful lot like Godzilla and they were afraid that Nippon Television was in, in some way you know trying to do some copyright infringement and af- and so they initially got uh they halted the airing of this miniseries for four years. And it wasn't until uh, Toho and Nippon Television were talking that they realized Shinichi Sekizawa, screenplay writer for quite a few of the uh, Showa Godzilla films and, and Toho Kaiju films, mainly throughout the 60s and kind of you know late 50s, uh, was partially involved in the construction of this four-part miniseries. And there was also a, a uh, special effects technician from Subaraya Studios who was also involved with it as well. So kind of talking with them and then just kind of working out some deals with Nippon Television. They gave the okay, and then it was aired on Fuji TV in early 1968. And then in the mid-'90s, Toho... Uh, at some point, uh, you know, and, and there's not a whole lot of information on this. I don't know when Toho actually bought the film uh, because everywhere I've read it says uh, Toho ended up in the mid-90s putting this film in uh, together, this four-part miniseries, into a feature-length film. Hmm. So at some point, Toho bought the film. Uh, and so here we are. And what you'll see, obviously, throughout the course of this hour and a half movie is we will see the title cards for each uh, of the four episodes, just like we saw here just a moment ago. Um, 
why they left those in, I don't know. I mean, I can understand leaving the first one in, but the other ones, I don't know why. You know, might as well just edit them out if you're wanting to make a feature length television show. But I mean, a feature length film. But um, but yeah, yeah. I think so far, obviously, I'm I'm not. not really quite familiar with the cast members that are uh, oh yeah mm-hmm. in this uh, uh, featured film or you can say miniseries whichever and I just have to say at least for myself right off the bat and I don't know if this is true for you Jason but uh, with these subtitle movies as we do commentaries it's a bit harder for me to follow the stories and to kind of discuss the movie as we go along because obviously with them not being dubbed in English it's harder for me to follow and so trying to talk about a subject at the same time while trying to read subtitles uh, is pretty difficult for me so as of right now you know we're X amount of minutes in and I all I know is something about a typhoon and that's about all I know (laughs) I mean I've been watching a lot of uh, Japanese anime shows and films for so many years I can't remember for how long but I've been watching them for a long time with you know the original language with the subtitles so you kind of get used to it over time Oh, yeah. It's just trying to to piece the whole story together as I'm talking without trying to get my brain to like all of a sudden like switch back to what it is I'm seeing and then like repeating something that had nothing to do with the point I was trying to make. (laughs) So, yeah, the monster was and Kit Kat bar, like something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, this something about uh, uh, urine X. (laughs) <laughs> or you ran what about <laughs> that's none of your business it's personal <laughs> that's what it's mentioned but yeah Although, obviously this miniseries was trying to cash in on the big kaiju boom that we saw uh, in the 60s so you know although the one uh, guy Aegon. although the one uh, guy that the one to the far left left of the scientist guy i think i might have seen him somewhere before i'm not quite sure where though and Aegon, i think is a pretty neat kaiju as we'll see here uh, yeah i mean Aegon's gonna have some stereotypical kaiju attributes that we're accustomed to seeing from giant monsters during this period and and ever since uh but there's another ability that i think makes it pretty unique as well but also the Aegon suit would end up being reused in some space giants episodes And I really like this presentation. Apparently, according to uh, Gorazard TV or whoever supplied the uh, subtitles for this, um, it came off of the Blu-ray, the Japanese Blu-ray. And so the presentation's really, really wonderful. (laughs) 
and just kind of my personal experience, this miniseries to me obviously is sort of a cross of um, – uh, you know, obviously, you know, a, a kaiju film mixed with something like Ultra Q. That's and, kind of what I was thinking, too. And, uh, you know, Ultra Q uh, personally is one of my favorite uh, classic television series uh, because it, it that one's sort of a cross between Twilight Zone and Outer Limits. And, of course, I love Twilight Zone, my all-time favorite TV series, and I do really like Outer Limits as well. So <laughs> everything goes back to Twilight Zone, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. Man, you can obviously tell that those guns were fake when they zoomed yeah. close to them. Because <laughs> you can well, see yeah, them they're that split they're down split. the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why not focus? Yeah, like the this other guy, this detective whose gun definitely does not look as fake. Like, why not focus in on his gun? Although I kind of briefly noticed that when he pulled up his gun and you look into his pistol, you can see like like. <laughs> On the other side. I'd rather have that than to see the obvious, you know, separations <laughs> yeah. down the center. Oh, yeah. It's a kid. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> He's still a monster. <laughs> I will say, though, that's that sequence took quite a bit longer than it needed to. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that should have maybe lasted... Like the light, the whole light thing, maybe like 10 seconds or so, and then have the kid come out. Hi, Wanna Reese's. <laughs> I'm allergic to peanut butter. <laughs> He's trying to kill me. Shoot him. <laughs> and also for people who have not joined us for commentaries before, we kind of you know, MST3K this stuff too. That doesn't mean we dislike it or anything like that. We're just having fun. So don't mm -hmm. take it seriously. <laughs> Give me the damn flashlight, kid. Gotta beat it out of you. <laughs> Want me to grab that stick that you had and whip you with it? <laughs> It's just the ocean farting. <laughs> More like Aegon farting. <laughs> and look, the the suit obviously is fairly crude, but it you know for something that was a television miniseries, it's still pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like when 
uh, I've seen photos of it here and there over the years, but then like this one, for instance, you would think that the suit itself would be a little bit bulkier, but from the photos that I've seen, it's much slimmer than you think. That's Aegon, yep. By the way, for those who don't know, my son just came, walked in. <laughs> and he asked the question, "What kind? so what kind of dinosaur? It's a dinosaur. <laughs> a radioactive dinosaur. Because <laughs> he's a turtle. <laughs> There'll be no turtle head poking after what happened last night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> talking about the Iowa-Maryland game. <laughs> I kind of figured you, you'd be. <laughs> that that reference is going to be so outdated by, very quickly. That's going to make this commentary even worse just because of a, of a single football game. <laughs> yeah, it's already outdated. <laughs> five years later, boy, like... That was five years ago. <laughs> Things have changed now. <laughs> I do like the music here. It's it's kind of weird, but at the same time, goofy and creepy. And sort of like what you dabbled into earlier, it's, it reminds me of the Ultra Q Mm-hmm. Sort of vibe, as far as the oh music yeah, goes. oh yeah, absolutely. Like the the music, that's part of it. The music ha seems to have sort of that vibe that um, oh Kunio Michu, um, I forget. He was the also the composer for was oh no, I think I'm getting no. He was the composer for the Ultraman series. I don't think he was the composer for Ultra Q. Um, a gangster dog. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, yeah, man. We, we on about. I own this road. <laughs> Goro the, turned into a dog. The Goro. She's so stoic that it's haunting. Yeah. I looked into my mac and cheese, and it turned into a picture of a dog, and I said, Goro must be a dog. And I happened to look out the window, and there's a dog. And I was saying, Goro, you've come back. <laughs> like, all you had to do is just ask him to move. <laughs> Are you Goro? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> and then he just drives off without him. <laughs> I'm afraid of dogs, and that's quite a weird maniacal laugh there. <laughs> she must. I wonder if that gal ever worked again. 
She probably did. She probably worked for uh, Planet X. <laughs> Touche. Hi-yo. <laughs> <laughs> That stray dog shouldn't be named Goro. It should be named after me, damn it. <laughs> it's like he shouldn't be named Goro. Why? Because it's a trademark to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> because I just hate that name. So you're a hater of Goros. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty dumb, dude. Yeah, Anybody right. in anything named Goro. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like gibberish. Listen, Gar. <laughs> It looks like that picture that was taken of Vega looked like it was in a bathtub. <laughs> You're giving away trade secrets. Too late. And you know that scientist with his facial features, it kind of reminds me of that uh, uh, one dude on the Red Green show that messes with all the dynamite and stuff and is kind of deaf. I kind of... I look at this guy and I think of... What's his name? Bob Hoskins? Who played oh, Mario yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, Eddie Valiant and Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, I can see a little bit of that facial feature. She's back. Like, she must have had the easiest job. It's just like, remember your lines, stand still with your hands clasped. Yeah. Oh, and answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> mushy, mush. <laughs> what? Lincoln farted. Oh, God. <laughs> What is this alarm? He doesn't know either. <laughs> He's in on it. <laughs> it's just the alarm to my butler to alert him to bring me snacks. <laughs> Alfred, where's my chicken soup? <laughs> and my nudie makes. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm on break. <laughs> oh, Miss October. <laughs> Funny if like that head scientist, you know, while he's running, he just somehow trips and falls over in the sand. Face first. I think I've mentioned this before, like on a previous commentary not too long ago that anymore when I watch movies or TV, including movies and TV that I really like, I always imagine alternative um, kind of alternative sequences and a lot of times when I see people running in movies I'm like wouldn't it be funny if they tripped and fell right here or, and then like they tumbled into an axe just some random axe oh, and God. split their skull or something like that <laughs> like just just some weird random crap that my mind conjures up it looks like a bubble bath 
You in bathtubs? Like, did you have a bath or something today? A shower. <laughs> in a bathtub? Yeah, it's a shower tub. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Which I've had ever since living in this apartment for a little over eight years. And then he sneezes, and everyone dies. He <laughs> <laughs> sneezes so hard, it just peels the skin right off their skeletons. <laughs> I mean, look at that. His sneeze just caused a snooze, uh, tsunami there. <laughs> I have to admit, I mean, the, the shots so far of Aegon have been limited, but they've done a pretty decent job, and all it is is just simple camera tricks of uh, positioning it. To make it look huge and to uh, do certain composite shots. Um, but I mean, look, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily as great as what you may get out of a Toho film or even a Dai movie at, at the same time. But, you know, again, it's still pretty good. And then, as far as when it comes to some of the uh, certain visual effects, as far as like, when they have a wide shot showing the uh, like the water foaming and all that stuff, and then that tsunami kind of going over the scientists and stuff, it's not certainly the greatest. It's no, it's it wasn't not quite done fairly well. Well, and you know. And this is something that I miss in our own United States where growing up and even during the years before we were even born, you would get like these miniseries and made-for-TV movies. And that's not really a thing anymore, but you would watch some of these miniseries or made-for-TV movies and yeah, like the effects work, especially if it was something like sci-fi or what have you. Um, wasn't always great because obviously the budgets aren't like what they are for a major picture. But like, have you ever seen the uh, miniseries V? I've uh, seen snippets. I know there's the original and then the new one. The the original is what I'm referring to. Don't watch the new one. Uh, the original one, it, it was made in the early 80s. It, I, the first one was made in... Like 82, 83, and then they concluded the series in like 84. Um, it's a pretty fun show. I, uh, the, the effects work in certain spots, obviously not that great, but it's good in others. Uh, it stars the actor, I forget his name, but he played uh, Beast Man in the first two Beast Man movies. Um, um, so... Um, yeah, I mean, um, it's it's a fun little series, but that I miss having uh, specials like that every. I miss having that stuff. Now a lot of it's the stupid reality stuff, alter ego and mass singer and Big Brother Flavor and Flav. and <laughs> you know just a bunch of dumb stuff anymore. But a lot of that stuff, too, you can make fun of. 
yeah, I, I miss that stuff. I got on a little bit of a tangent there, but damn it, that stuff matters to me. <laughs> Give me that camera. Please kill her. <laughs> she looks like... Yes! <laughs> well, that happened. And he's celebrating it. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Going to Arby's. They have the meats. <laughs> so already we're on episode two. And then they kind of do the whole... Intro. intro deal again. Audio, audio, what? It sounds like he's about ready to sing. Audio, audio, That building just exploded on itself. <laughs> Not true. That's <laughs> a giant monster. Have you always kind of wondered why a lot of, um, you know, kaiju uh, seem to be more reptilian in nature? Or at least, in, I should say, physical appearance than just about anything else? I've wondered that occasionally. I guess just the popularity of dinosaurs during the day. That's true, yes. That's probably the big motivating. I almost kind of wonder, though, too, of just this um, semi-inherent fear. Oh, damn it. She's probably going to semi-inherent. She fell down five foot. <laughs> yeah, I know. They made it seem like she took at least a 15-foot tumble. Yeah. Uh, but I think part of it, too, uh, could be that there's this inherent fear that some people have of reptiles and scaly things. Mm -hmm. Or maybe giant grasshoppers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, definitely in the States, you had all those giant bug movies. Uh, they mainly did it simply because it was cheaper to do than <laughs> doing stop motion effects or building a bunch of uh, props. Oh, yeah. So how you liking it so far? I think it's pretty decent so far. I mean, I probably will have to give it another watch uh, the next time when we talk about it on the regular show. Yeah, in two weeks. Yep. So we'll kind of see if my uh, opinions differ between now and then. The actor in the Aegon suit just about tripped over himself there. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he would. <laughs> <laughs> Be like you running out of our grandpa's golf cart that one time. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I, that 
was one of the times I just I stopped and I was in tears laughing. <laughs> Trying to get out and run with the kid and you just tripped. Oof. <laughs> Well, they just don't stand there. Do something. There you go. <laughs> now do more of it. So here we are getting to some really good parts here. A lot of things that most of us watch these things for. Yep. It's so funny because when I was a kid, and I've thought about this from time to time over the years, that, you know, when you're a kid, one of the big draws of these giant monsters is just to see the spectacle of them destroying cities and then to fight each other. But then when you're a fan for so long and you get older, your mind, in theory, <laughs> becomes more sophisticated and, um, you watch Boy, that, these uh, movies uh, more frequently. It, it seems like some of the spectacle sadly disappears after a while. I just, in speaking of which, I just noticed that uh, when Aegon was about to destroy that one building to his left, that building actually just sort of exploded right before he had his hands uh, go to He's that. He's got building. like. Some sort of telekinesis going. <laughs> you got booze in that red solo cup? Nope, just water. It's funny you had to double check. You had to look into it. Like, <laughs> no, I was trying to no. show it to you. <laughs> Are you sure it's not vodka? Because vodka's clear. <laughs> Uh, 3D effect. <laughs> <laughs> Just only went five feet into the cheap. <laughs> now that's background projection, and, and unfortunately you can tell that it is, but at the same time, considering that they tried, I'll give them a pass on that. I know they did a matte screen a little bit earlier. Before this one. Aegon is smoking too much. <laughs> Egon's <laughs> mysterious life mechanism. That's an interesting way of putting it. Wait for a miracle. His roar there sounded like a fart. <laughs> Maybe it is. Right. <gasps> So yeah, he just goes in, takes the flower, just throws it on her face. <laughs> you can 
keep your stupid flesh. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. <laughs> I'm allergic. Good. Smell them. <laughs> she just starts breaking out in hives and like gets all swollen God. to the point to where it's just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> He almost just kind of See, shoved it in her face. this is the stuff I was talking about earlier. Just some random stupid stuff I come up with. Here's your stupid flowers. Well, he, he's sort of kind of forced it on her face there a little bit. That reminds me of the, the, the meme you sent. What was it? Late last night or early today? The He-Man Oh, yeah. Last night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright back to the movie yeah it's like I said that to you just before you mentioned about uh, you and the fam were watching oh. Casper I was like oh my god this is just too good <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where people come up with that but then of course where do we come up with like here's your stupid flowers thing <laughs> <laughs> that's why yeah. I can visit a hospital with flowers to slack off when I'm done with my business <laughs> well and also uh, having a cigarette like you just light one up and then you then you put it out on, on her face <laughs> 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 My looks. Ah, no one really wanted you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no one loved you. <laughs> Notice he me. He sounds like by. Burgess Meredith. <laughs> Funny, he just turns just a little bit like that, and then the car just flips. <laughs> 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 and then just spontaneously combust. Boy, that's a lot of uh, left that's turns. That's a lot of turns. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like he technically went in a circle by this <laughs> Or square. <laughs> they, they really like focusing on this vehicle. Or just really like uh, focusing on left turns. <laughs> the, like director's like, <laughs> the director's like, yes, I love left turns. We need lots of shots of left turns. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sir, are you having a fetish right now? No, shut up! <laughs> As they're filming the different scenes, the director gets more and more like, uh, like the eyes roll in the back of his head and oh, drool's coming out. He's getting so turned on by the left turns. <laughs> <laughs> Then the doctor beat him to the punch. <laughs> After all those left turns, the doctor still beat him. <laughs> so now you owe me eight bucks. Yeah, dude, you asked for it. 
<laughs> you ask for it, and then you hear a gun sound underneath, and then Goro just kind of tips over. <laughs> I love showing that shot. Looks like Aegon is just wasted there. I know. It's like a blob. <laughs> That's a neat little effect how they got it, the little breathing deal to go. Yeah. I wonder how... what they used in order to do that sort of practical effect. Well, the way it's going, I would say they carved out someone's heart and placed oh, it. In the <laughs> I mean, didn't it look like a beating heart? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Not quite. <laughs> like, oh, man, that is the worst hangover I've ever had. Boy, what a bender he must have been on last night. <laughs> Even though we've seen stuff like this time and again in various kaiju films, and I don't know, maybe it's because I've seen it so many times that I love these little talks about mankind due to nuclear testing has revived a monster. <laughs> like, you know, it's more or less the same spiel time and, and again. Well, and then also probably the easiest sort of plot device. Well, yeah. And again, you know, this was a TV miniseries, not a big budget. They didn't care. It was just something to get eyes on the TV for a while until Toho came in. Yeah. Something about eating bread. Eating red meat. <laughs> eating bread. <laughs> You see the guy holding on the back of the jeep. His head was Bob. He probably was like, "Please make it stop." <laughs> oh, it's you. Yeah, you've seen me before, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, do you remember my name? Ah, crap! I didn't realize this was gonna be tested. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets a serious face, pulls out a gun, and shoots the guy between the eyes. <laughs> And see, I think this is probably where I've seen maybe mm. the first snippets is with the boat, this fisherman's boat with him. Yeah, there's supposed to be some stuff coming up here in a bit involving two fishermen, I think. Yeah, because yeah, I think that's where I normally have seen the snippets over the years at G-Fest. Along with kind of the beginning intro part. Doesn't have a very, very good boat. Need new shocks on that. I don't quite think that's possible. <laughs> Damn. Well, I was trying to help. <laughs> I 
I will say, though, despite the fact that, yeah, we're kind of making fun of it periodically, I am really enjoying this. It's not as bad as I thought it'd be. <laughs> That's a compliment, more kind of like a backhanded compliment. <laughs> eh, you know, I don't hate you as much as I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, there's some really quiet tanks. <laughs> so you can sneak up on the enemy. <laughs> oh, hunting wabbits, they take the tanks out and just blow this whole rabbit field. This <laughs> you just see bits and stuff. Just I will say, though, the absence of music, even though there's a part of me that would like some rousing march or theme to take place here, the absence of music kind of builds up a little bit of uh, suspense, too. You want rousing, eh? Beep da boop. Oh, something's stinging me. It's unfortunate, though, that it's pretty obvious that they uh, are using training footage because the, the film quality is so much lower than the actual uh, footage for the, for the miniseries itself. You know, I would have to say those are kind of pretty large hands for Aegon. Well, and it's three fingers. Typically, you're getting four. Where's the fourth one? You don't want to know. <laughs> That's right. It says danger. <laughs> what was that expression from the doctor? <laughs> I like he was about it. to ready to burst a laugh or what? <laughs> they, the director's like, I would like to have a second take, but we don't have the budget nor the time, so we'll just have to have to go with it. Use his little red wagon. Took him a while to come to that decision. 
Oh, he didn't like my joke. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. I need some time off. <laughs> <laughs> Why to get away from you? <laughs> Maybe it won't bother me. <laughs> so get out my Jeep. <laughs> It's probably too bad that they never released any sort of soundtrack album to this. Because I would, in all honesty, would like to have that. <laughs> that uh, fairly eerie type of thing that you call music. <laughs> yeah, it's music, and I will call it music. Muzak. Stop whining, Coral. Yes, shut up. <laughs> Stop shining shiny things on my face. Oh, now they're taking right turns. He's getting He's sick, too. Going around <laughs> circles. Hi, take that. <laughs> Ships Hi, will be crashing. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you lock them up. The doctor doesn't do jack except order people around. Yeah, because he's conspiring, dude. <laughs> because Aegon is his creation. I was about to say, he wants to control it. <laughs> what do you need it for? I need it to get me a sandwich. <laughs> and maybe a... Maybe a hookah. Oh, come on. You honestly think that would stop it? It landed in the water. You noobs. <laughs> Although I'm sure it had something that we missed, probably like uranium. Good, he can catch. <laughs> yeah, we probably missed something. It probably has like uranium in the back or something. I wouldn't doubt it. Boy, we we are about uh, halfway through on this already. It's a you know only about an hour and a half. An hour thirty three sixteen to be exact. <laughs> Ah, shit up. Yeah, for mankind's existence. It's all about us and me. We'll just eat everything else <laughs> into extinction. Me. <laughs> we'll kill Aegon and then we'll slice it up and eat it as big giant steak. Man need meat. 
There we go. Episode three. We're more than halfway through. <laughs> We're going to remember that guy from now on. Yeah. He's the unofficial mascot of Daikaiju Network. The unofficial <laughs> voice of Daikaiju Network. <laughs> we need to open up every podcast with that. <laughs> Welcome to Daikaiju Ah, uh, yeah, this yeah. is yeah, yeah, this the, is the one. Yeah, this is the other one that I remember of the snippets. Yeah, because these guys end up being um, like thieves, criminals. Yeah. Funny if he tripped and the clothes landed in the fire and like, <laughs> went up and like oops, no more clothes. <laughs> oh, there goes my house. <laughs> <laughs> and his it's like his whole thing it's like, is it's like after after he says that and then it's like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> And then he just stays there as everything around him burns and then eventually himself <laughs> yeah it's like he's just like this <laughs> and like his skin's being burnt off oh, God. Like, oh God, him. <laughs> He'd probably telepathically tell that gal, be like, yeah, you want to smack that, don't you? He's like, I'd like to shoot that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a waste of time to keep following me around. Basically, he's telling him to go away politely. <laughs> Basically, what I'm telling you is go away. <laughs> I never want to see you again. Like, piss off, dude. <laughs> piss off. <laughs> Shove off. How else do I have to say it? <laughs> 
mm, excuse me. It's like, why are you naked? I... You couldn't pay me enough to wear one of those. I probably wouldn't pay it because you probably do it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I know you all too well. I just feel so comfortable in it. I just decided why the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of interesting though that you get this side story that has nothing to do with the overall story. At least I don't remember it having anything. I could end up being wrong. Well, so far right now, it doesn't feel like it has really nothing. Right, to like I, what I'm saying, it may not. It, it may or may not. We'll, we'll find out here in a bit. <clears throat> the only thing that it's only relevant is because. These dumbasses just left the suitcase <laughs> in the water. <laughs> you know, if, if you guys just floated better, we wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> he takes that basket and then throws out in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Now you got no place to store your fish. <laughs> Goodbye. And then the guy gets mad. He gets up and he pushes the kid over. <laughs> or, or he's like, oh, I've got something to store my fish. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of something else. <laughs> like what? <laughs> something that smells like fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah this this will end up mattering later i i couldn't remember i'm like i think there may be a little boy that hangs out with the main characters and yep that's true mm. <clears throat> Over. 
And then Shit. something huge gets uh, <laughs> latched onto that fishing hook and then <laughs> yanks her into the ocean. <laughs> and then it pulls her under. You see this pool of blood and then something shoots out. It lands in his lap and it's her severed head. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in here? (laughs) (laughs) Who had So how are you going to get the uranium? (laughs) (laughs) And two, you're going to need special suits for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a, a random place to put a picture frame. Sort of looks like he's sleepwalking there. 
They open that door and it hits that uh, knocked out guard's head. <laughs> and, <laughs> you need to sleep more. Seriously, just gonna go in there bare hands. <laughs> There's so much wrong with this part. <laughs> Being able to just have this easy access to something like that is just well, not, beyond. Not just, like... not just easy easy access, but just the mere exposure. <laughs> Unless it's supposed to be in a lead tube, but if that's the case, we're, it's, we're not shown or told. <laughs> but I think even then, you still need, like, special suits to handle that That's not stuff. true. If anything, this movie taught me otherwise. Well, shut the hell up. <laughs> then you're going to die if you touch radioactive <laughs> material. <laughs> What a true troublemaker. Yeah, what let's go easy on it. Let's let's not get too carried away with the name calling boys. He must have some quite a pull there, and to be able to say, "Yeah, go go take the self defense force out there." <laughs> like I said, he's the one that's conspiring. Hello, self defense force. Yeah, my wife's been cheating on me with this guy named Goro. Yeah, can you send your troops out to three one one nine Birch Street and blast it all to hell? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't care if she's in it. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. funny like Aegon has been plastered all over the newspapers and you still have that one guy in the crowd that's huh Aegon what is that that's just some Maybelline story 
<laughs> and then we will throw you in later. Yeah, it's just some guy just usually sells weed. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my dealer. He's harmless. <laughs> <laughs> Got anything for me? Yeah, he'll have samples for everybody if you want. <laughs> Yeah, I this remember part gets this. a little annoying. Yeah, I at least remember this part fairly well because he keeps saying "Oto," which is Japanese yeah, for dad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I get this goes on for like five, ten minutes. Just get on his back and like wrap your arms around his throat and just hang on tight. Or just find a big rock and cave his head in. <laughs> there, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and watch, watch all the Gru leak out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised no one's even thought about that. You got some decent sized rocks you could like throw or use as yeah. a weapon there. No one's decided to to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> then when he's not looking, he puts a big rock on his head still. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my weed? <laughs> no, you cannot go save your son. Let's watch him die. <laughs> I mean, he's just right there. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, <laughs> that's the shallow end of the pool. <laughs> he's not even moving. Oh, 
Now you can understand why in kids' movies the adults are always looking dumbfounded and stupid. like that one guy was about to have his hand around <laughs> that guy's neck. It's like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> we, we don't want to draw attention. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining our plans. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> like, well, isn't it obvious? Because I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm a very stupid one at that. <laughs> dumb there's a kid there <laughs> <laughs> no it's more not more like i'm dumb it's more like i don't care <laughs> let it die for me for me <laughs> that egg on sure just likes you know to hold it it's like just do something with it I like how he just walks and then just says that at the same time. <laughs> I can walk and talk at the same time. <laughs> well, and just the way that he was walking, too, is just kind of funny. <laughs> like he's trying to hide. Yeah. Like trying to hide behind the doctor. The final chapter. Man. <laughs> audio, audio, well.
Why do you still have the boat in your mouth? <laughs> they get so impatient. They're just like, ah, just drop it or chew it already. Forget the kid. <laughs> See, even that one soldier's getting tired of it. <laughs> I got a solution, guys. Yeah, what's that? Not to care. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Let's try it. You know what? It works. I don't. Fire! <laughs> That's what you guys have been doing for much of the whole deal. <laughs> The only thing you've actually been proactive about is, you know, throwing a station wagon out in the ocean. <laughs> what are you, dumb? Yeah. <laughs> And the professor's like, good. Been waiting for an opportunity to get rid of you. She's got to be the most useless character in this miniseries. Hmm. I mean, seriously, what has she really even contributed? She hasn't even contributed an idea. Well, just standing there and clasping both of her hands. <laughs> I guess every special needs someone that can do that. <laughs> Stay still, Aegon. Good boy. Bow. Boy, he's just standing there. I know. Like, shouldn't there be some kind of... <laughs> the professor's like, drop, drop, drop. <laughs> And then he looks over. Oh, crap. Goro actually didn't go. <laughs> Some other guy. <laughs> and then he gets all mad. He starts strangling Goro. Why didn't you go when you said you were going to? Because you said it was dangerous. <laughs> Me and my big mouth. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Shoe fly, don't bother. And the professor said, like, damn, that could have been you, Coral. <laughs> it should have been you. It should have been you. <laughs> uh. 
All because of your damn idea. (laughs) (laughs) What about this whole thing saying that you were going to do it? That was all a lie. Someone farts and then the whole gas <laughs> field just lights up on fire. <laughs> and it just starts off this horrible chain reaction. I've lost the energy. <laughs> I have to say it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so pushy? <sighs> Who would have thought falling in love with a mannequin was going to be such work? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I don't. Because I have no feelings. Because I'm only molded plastic. <laughs> I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> you can brush my hair or scratch me anywhere. Stop being upset because you're around. (laughs) (laughs) And you're talking all this weird oogie boogie stuff. (laughs) That makes no sense. It's starting to freak me out. That reporter kind of has the same hairdo like some of those kind of like uh, biker gangs or gangsters (laughs) over in Japan there. Or like the hooligans or whatever with leather jackets. (laughs) Look at me. I'm a badass. (laughs) With his favorite item, uranium. (laughs) There's a little boy they need to save, and they're taking time out to take questions from reporters. And then we got ourselves Neo in the background. (laughs) Blue pill or red pill?
And then his jaw drops and then drops the boat with the gas. <laughs> After seeing a gas field or oil <laughs> and refinery. The, and then Manta. And then it falls down and gets impaled on a flagpole or something. Oh, he just slides God. further and further down. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. This is where my mind goes sometimes. Was that boat not even breaking one bit? Because Aegon hasn't been chomping down hard enough on it. Do you want him to chomp down on it? You never know until you see. <laughs> what is he talking about? He's like, why? Why hasn't Aegon s- smashed the boat with his mouth yet? <laughs> <laughs> See, even he's getting tired of it. <laughs> and if a child's getting tired of it, <laughs> if he's anxious to see another child. <laughs> you know, he's tipped the boat over enough. You'd think Monta would like fall down into one of those incinerators. <laughs> yeah, the, the woman's afraid for Manta while the guy's like, man, it would stink if he destroyed that factory. <laughs> <laughs> And then goes and then goes in fire, which it already has. Basically, got about 10 more minutes left. Funny, there was a guy on the end of that ladder, and he's got a cape and sunglasses. Like, hey, look, it's me, Captain Doofus. was not putting it down. <laughs> like, maybe we should have done that in the first place instead of uh, letting one of the soldiers die. <laughs> yeah, but you see the way he put the boat down? That was enough. <laughs> that was enough to kill the kid. <laughs> My career will advance because people have died. (laughs) That's not how the boat actually landed when you take a look at the shot again. (laughs) Pull yourself together. You were only in the monster's mouth for like a half hour. (laughs) 
Where's his dad? Oh, <laughs> the doctor then just says that. <laughs> <laughs> call him immediately. The dad's just like, ah, call me when you get him. <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm at my favorite bar. Leave me be. <laughs> How dry I am. How dry I am. You know, I was about to really make a joke of one of them sneezing. <laughs> sure enough, one of them was about to. <laughs> Watch the language, boys. This is all my cocaine. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> and quickly rips it open and he just like, it's snowing. <laughs> Give it to Aegon. <laughs> yeah, you know what happens when, uh, you know, some people get coked out? They get really aggressive. <laughs> so if you give it to Aegon, what do you think that'll do? <laughs> Can't agree more. Let's give something, you know, narcotics to get it more angry. <laughs> I mean, they should have obviously known what what they were <laughs> hopping on to. Ah, they're idiots. So <laughs> what do you expect? Just get off. <laughs> there you go. See. <laughs>
you know, they should have had more personnel around there <laughs> when they were tra- uh, transporting that. They're not too bright. <laughs> and then the helicopter goes up and then quickly comes back down and <laughs> explodes. <laughs> Oops, we forgot to refuel it. Good thing we didn't go up in it. <laughs> It's a pretty shaky helicopter. Boy, that was very dumb of them being that low to get caught. Yeah. You know what? Since we're up here, let's play tag with the monster. Monster goes, tag, you're it, friend. (laughs) Friend, why aren't you getting up, friend? on fire fire <laughs> that's the end of Aegon what <laughs> I mean he barely like caught he... fire I mean sure he probably you know is gonna have some scarring but that wasn't enough to kill him but it doesn't look like uh, the cocaine really killed him <laughs> <laughs> Nor the fire. So does that mean even space exploration? (laughs) And that is the end of Aegon, the Atomic Dragon. So some closing thoughts, Jason. I thought it was a... I thought it was better than it uh, made it out to be, you know, just from hearing snippets and also seeing snippets here and there uh, over the years over at G-Fest. So I think, it, I think it has some potential in it. I mean, sure, uh, some, uh, some uh, elements in there aren't all that great, but I would at least say uh, 
like the practical effects as far as the miniatures and stuff are pretty good in there from what I've seen. And then the suit, uh, for what it's worth and what they had to work with, with this being a, a little mini TV series, I think it's uh, pretty decent for for the sort of thing that they were trying to achieve. Yeah, I mean, I still think this is definitely a very worthy uh, kaiju installment and in, in that was produced by a company that wasn't one of the big boys on the block at the time. And uh, like I said earlier at the beginning of the movie, um, you know, th- this movie, I would argue, in some ways is better and maybe more competent than some of the the movies made by the bigger studios at the same time um you know if you're listening to this you know on on october 2nd of of 2021 you know here in a couple weeks we're actually going to have our discussion so in a way some of the points we're saying here will probably be repeated in two weeks but um yeah, I, I still think this is a, a very competent uh, type of film. I mean, spoiler alert, I, I think people in the next couple of weeks will kind of know roughly where I stand uh, on this uh, when we do the discussion. But yeah, I I think it's, it's, it's a pretty competent film. Yeah, we occasionally made fun of it. Part of it, uh, you know, was justifiable. Other times, no, we were just being goofy and all that, but... Um, you know, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, what I mean, when you even take a look at U.S. television history and you take a look at certain miniseries, you know, what you know, they're, they're working with lower budgets, they're usually working with subpar talent on almost every level. I mean, what do you expect? So, you know, this was a quick way to, to cheaply cash in a little bit on, on the big monster boom of the time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, unless you have any uh, thing else that needs to be said here, Jason, uh, we can just close out this commentary. Yeah, the only thing I'll just say, uh, thanks for watching and make sure to hit the uh, like and subscribe buttons to all of our uh, video platforms that we're on. You can uh, find us over at uh, YouTube, uh, Twitch. Uh, I was going about to say Periscope, but that's no longer around. So it's now uh, Twitter and, uh, well, Facebook and DLive. And you can find us on uh, audio versions uh, as well as uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and tune in as well. And you can also uh, stream us live over at daikaijunetwork.com. Stuff, you know, we need to be writing more articles and stuff over there. We keep <laughs> saying that, and we don't really follow through on it all that much. <laughs> well, and then, and then, too, with me being busy, I need to find time to actually uh, upload the previous uh, episodes, the audio well, versions. And this is going to date the episode, but again, if you are listening to this any time before uh, October 16th of 2021, October 16th will be our final episode for like two months. Uh, Jason's going to be moving, and um, we're not going to be coming back till December 18th. I think we're doing like War of the Gargantuas commentary, if I'm not mistaken, uh, when we come back. And then I think we're doing 
one, I think maybe even one more episode uh, before we do our year-end deal. Uh, I don't have our schedule pulled up, and quite honestly, I feel lazy, and I don't want to pull it up. <sighs> so just wanted to give everyone a heads up. You know, October 16th, our final show for about two months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, other than that, uh, thanks for watching, and we will see you Thank guys you for watching. Thanks for joining. In a couple weeks, as we also discuss Aegon. Yeah, again. Very good. <laughs>